What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. you uh it's for warm welcome it's it's 420 and i will i guess we can talk about this on the baseball show later as well but one of our favorite players bob and i's favorite players austin riley uh his baby apparently is being born today um 420 as a lot of you know hitler's birthday it's a big day uh yeah i mean a lot of stuff going on there hitler's birthday let's see what else anniversary of the columbine shooting did they do that because it was weed 420 or because it was Hitler 420, right? Yeah, why not both? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, pick your flavor of edgelord there. <laughs> edgelord. Um, let's see. Who else was born on this date? I'm looking at famous people born on Carmen Electra. Really? Uh, yeah. Mike Portnoy, who is uh, the drummer for Dream Theater, one of the best drummers in the history of drums. And it's one of the best groups of musicians, period. Yeah. Crispin Glover, who's played a number of creepy people. Mm-hmm. Pretty plays, much exclusively played creepy people. And he would be a great Hitler. That and George uh, McFly. Uh, McFly. But yeah, he would be a really good Hitler. Andy Circus. Is there uh, such thing as a good Hitler? Well, he would play a play, good play version well. of Hitler. Play yeah. Hitler well. <clears throat> I was saying that he would be a good Hitler. Don. Oh, you mean like in real life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don Mattingly, Donnie Baseball. Uh, this is another important day in Adolf Hitler's life as well. Uh, which, what happened? Uh, this was the last day he saw the sky. <laughs> oh, right. He before didn't he leave went the, into bunk. the bunker. He, he, yeah, he came up to uh, give uh, some iron crosses to boy soldiers in the yeah. Hitler Youth, including the last pope, I assume. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, went back down into the ground and never came up again. Just for those of you out there who are planning on fact checking that, Pope Benedict 100% was in Nazi youth. The second, yeah, correct? Yeah, he was yeah. in Hitler Youth. No, Pope Benedict was the only. I think he is the only Pope Benedict. Yeah, not mm. John Paul was the second. Um, and Francis? <clears throat> Francis is I, Francis has to be like the fourth or fifth. Oh, no, I'm right? sorry. Francis, I think, might be the first one, but Benedict it the was second. Benedict was the. That's uh, right. No, he was the sixteenth. Oh, oh well, shit! I, I, you were close, Georgio. Yeah, yeah, you were. I mean, not not really. Fourteen off. You went over. He smoked that fucking right. joint. Yeah. Happy holidays. Um, yeah, you. That's when Hitler like kind of stopped doing a gram of meth a day and started doing like five grams of meth a day. Right. <laughs> well, uh, he was and, also uh, and quite I, a few barbiturates as well. I found out from softcore history that he was also using cocaine eye drops, which why don't they? Sell yeah. Those is, the that, op- is that, is that, is that available? 
I used to put LSD in my eyes all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah I've never tried it that way. The only time I did it, it was with the uh, little tabs. Mm. Liquid LSD is very Were fun. you tied to a chair the first time? Acid was dropped into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, did you have your eyes held open like Clockwork Orange? No, I did it uh, intentionally. Steve Spurrier, born on 420, uh, old ball coach. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's a, he's kind of a Hitler style guy. Like he fashioned himself after Hitler. For well, sure. I also just he, this, he's a really fucking goofy dude. So that's one more goofy mm. fact about him. Mm. Yeah, uh, George Takei, Hitler, <laughs> Pat Roberts is actually probably closer to oh no this is the american politician not pat robertson excuse me i i was gonna say pat robertson very close to hitler in real life um closer than crispin glover um certainly in deed maybe not in in appearance crispin glover looks like he could be hitler like physically but he's a mustache away yeah also (laughs) man this is just a big kind of day in history uh it's the anniversary of uh, Robert E. Lee resigning his commission in the U.S. Army to go join uh, the, the South. Confederates, yeah. Um, <clears throat> are you familiar with the birthday problem? No. It's a, it's a thought experiment in math. It's called the birthday paradox. And um, the, so if we're you, within a, a certain number of people, there's always going to be two people that yeah. share the same birthday or yes. something? So if the probability... Uh, that two people have the same birthday exceeds 50% with only 23 people present. And then when you get to, I think it's 70 people or something like that, it becomes 99%. That's weird how that works. Very bizarre, yeah. Math is weird. We don't really, like the human brain was definitely not um, built to handle mathematics at all. Like, some people get it, but usually those people are fucking, they can't speak English or something. You yeah, I mean? they, like they trade off their social skills for yeah. math skills. I, <laughs> I was just watching a really long video the other night about the different levels of infinity mm. that I, I was way too high for it. Yeah, well, you shouldn't watch that too high because then you might fucking just, you, that you may just live that for the rest of your life. Have you an existential I mean? crisis. Yeah. yeah, that's what ended up happening. <clears throat> um, let's see. Math. Yeah, so today we're not talking about math. We're talking about another piece of shit in the United States military. Uh, Crazy that it's an officer again and again. For those of you who don't know, uh, Cooper was in the Air Force, which is kind of like the military, (laughs) right? It's kind of like the military. It's more like a a summer camp. uh, Like summer camp for professional golfers. (laughs) Um, What did you do in the Air Force? Uh, I was actually in the army. I was a I was a fire support specialist. Oh, okay. FSO. Uh, and which which one of the people is is that is a fire support specialist somebody that gets attached to us? Yeah. So you were like uh, attached to a mortar platoon, basically. Probably uh, no, or we the were the headquarters of a comp- uh, infantry company. Or uh, we were forward observers, uh, so we were supposed to just be attached to. Uh, group of infantry mm. and, uh, they called us fisters yeah I fister yeah okay i didn't know that that was the mo 13 fox but yeah we had every uh, every infantry company has probably five of those dicks one staff sergeant and usually one buck lieutenant like a fucking cherry lieutenant uh these Did you days. say buck cherry buck <laughs> no don't get excited buck Meaning like a young buck, 
right? Like a young lieutenant or a cherry, which is like a new lieutenant. And, and that reference, the cherry reference is, uh, yes, it is a hymen. AKA crazy bitch. That was Dan I'll Register f- and not me. Like, listen, <laughs> I'll fire everybody, and uh, including my gun, <laughs> at you. <clears throat> at any rate, so today we, we talked uh, not too long ago about that piece of shit woman beaten cunt in uh, Seattle up at Tacoma, the JBLM, who the uh, U.S. Army unceremoniously uh, slid out the back door with all of his benefits after he beat his fucking family and held him held him hostage yeah had to stand off with the police for was it like four hours yeah now we're going to talk about major general patrick j donahoe that's d-o-n-a-h-o-e and i I, look the last couple of times um that i've gone after officers in the military except for millie he gets it from so many directions he doesn't know who to respond to but the uh that battalion commander turd in the 82nd that was in Afghanistan lit his ass up. This dude, uh, <clears throat> the woman beater, has a whole fucking team of PR people now. Yeah, and his own website yeah, just talking is, about how great he is. Just super bizarre, that whole thing. Um, but both have reacted negatively to me lighting him up. And I just want to be clear about this gentleman's name so he knows that it's me. My name is Daniel J. Holloway. We share the same middle initials, so there's something. Uh, I just want to let you know that I don't give a fuck about you. All I care is about how you behave. And your behavior is bullshit, Major General Donahoe. Um, So he is the current commanding general of the U.S. Army Maneuver Center of Excellence in Fort Benning. So he's the CG of Fort Benning, the the top-ranked person at Fort Benning, which is where the School of the Infantry is where basic training for the infantry is, where a ranger battalion exists, where the first phase of ranger school exists, and where third infantry division, amongst others, exists. Um, He's responsible for the command administration of the Army's branch specialty academies, uh, airborne schools there, a number of other schools there. Mm -hmm. Sniper school, I believe, as well. Uh, While Donahoe was still a colonel and chief of staff at Fort Benning, Multiple equal opportunity complaints were filed against him, which the government swept under the rug by paying people off who filed the complaints. Now, this is new. You see this in corporations. You don't typically see members like federal employees, whether they be military or contractors, get paid off by the government. Yeah, I was surprised when I I was reading about that. And isn't uh, Major General, that's a... That's a rank that has to be approved by Congress. Congress yeah, right? that's a two-star. All generals have to be approved okay, by Congress. So even yeah. after, after all of these issues that he was having up until then, he still got approved for promotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> interesting stuff, right? Very interesting. Uh, by the way, the, all, a lot of this information came and was collected by a social media account on Instagram called Terminal CWO. CWO is in Chief Warrant Officer. It's a couple of chiefs. Um, I'm not sure if they're still in or they've been out for a while or whatever, but they collect information on fucked up shit that happens in the military. So go check them out. Um, So in July of 2021, Donahoe came under fire after attempting to use his social media followers to silence his critics on July 22nd, 2021. Uh, Donahoe quote tweeted an earlier tweet warning of the new Delta variant of COVID and urged people to get vaccinated. 
a Marine veteran, uh, Josiah uh, Lippincott, maybe. Yeah, uh, I think it's Lippincott. He responded to Donahoe's tweet pointing out that in the fourth quarter of 2020, 26 military uh, members of the military committed suicide, which is the same as the number of total deaths from COVID uh, and from the entirety of COVID, for, so meaning over the last entire year. So uh, the suicides were a slightly more pressing issue, obviously. Uh, 12x, according to this data, which is correct. Um, <clears throat> so, and we, we all heard that same stupid shit come down from Millie. And General uh, Lloyd Austin, who was the who was the SecDef, he said that the greatest. Well, at first he said the greatest threat we face is climate change. Then he said it was COVID. Now I guess it's fucking calling somebody by the wrong pronoun. <laughs> Wasn't it white supremacy at some point? I guess, man. They they did a fucking pretty exhaustive uh, search of the entire U.S. military and found, like over the course of five years, like twenty instances of like problematic white supremacist stuff that's out of what 2 million people Jesus yeah. so yeah obviously very very big threat to national security yeah big time uh, <clears throat> so the Twitter conversation gained the attention of more accounts on the platform leading to Donahoe being criticized for not only his initial tweet but his response to Livingcott as well the following day Donahoe tweeted quote public service announcement block and report the trolls and disinformation tinfoil hat team uh, now Donahoe is not a medical professional has no medical training other than maybe combat lifesaver, which every fucking swinging dick in the military has. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just parroting whatever the fucking government talking point is. So it shows you how weak of character he is. Um, Libincott then tweeted a screenshot showing that Donahue had blocked him on Twitter, saying he blocked me for asking questions. Pretty thin-skinned for a two-star. Um, fair enough. Uh, Livingcott later published an article on American Mind discussing his Twitter conversation with Donahoe saying the following. Here we have a two-star general who spends his days on social media hyping a vaccine for an illness that poses minimal risk to his troops. When pressed on why America can't win wars and why he embraces policies that treat healthy people like biohazards, his first response is to accuse his critics of treachery and then block them from view. The interaction with Lippincott was only one of many issues caused by Donahoe's use of social media. Earlier this year, uh, more screenshots of him replying to tweets from a young female OCS candidate were captured, continuing to show the pattern of his inappropriate behavior. His social media habits have created problems for himself and for those under his command. Now, So the, the tweets that I was able to find, yeah. the account is private now, so you mm-hmm. can't actually go through unless you go through and read them all unless you're mm-hmm. approved. But the tweets that I was able to find between him and female officers, none of it from what I saw was really lewd or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it was <clears throat> definitely informal. Uh, I mean, I could I could see how it would mm-hmm. be inappropriate according to the the regulations of the army. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed like there there was actually at least a handful of other officers that were doing this as as well. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a big problem, I think, with U.S. military fraternization and shit like that. But in this case, like, if you're a major general, if you're a commanding general of a fucking one of the uh, biggest bases, both from the uh like there's a USASOC presence there, there's TRADOC, there's Forcecom presence there. Your PA team handles your social media. You shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be saying anything in public. Um <clears throat> and 
the stuff that he did on Twitter is kind of just a backdrop for all the retali- retaliatory things that happened later. So I, yeah. I want to get through this because it just shows the kind of person he is. Um, so uh, frequently used his Twitter account to interact with female subordinates, as you said. Uh, nothing. I, I've, I've never seen anything that was like sexual either. Like, I don't yeah. think he would do that. Probably not. Maybe in person. Who knows, right? But I, yeah, no- I imagine he's smart enough to at least yeah. avoid having that right. you know, <clears throat> documented in public. Yeah, there's no reason to uh, suspect he's done anything sexually or anything like that. Yeah, like, not I have, from I have, that I have no suspicion of anything like that. I just want to be clear. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> multiple examples of him replying to tweets made by young female officers under his command, which is a clear violation of Army regulations against fraternization. Uh, in early 2021, a female officer named Second Lieutenant Longoria, uh, I don't think it's Eva. Uh, no, she was in the Marines. Uh, was she really? No. You never know. Uh, took part in Army Basic, uh, Armor Basic Officer Leader course at Fort Benning. It's kind of like uh, IOBC. Like if you, you're, uh, you go to uh, OCS and then you go to your school for being an officer for whatever fucking branch you're going into, whether it's chemical or engineering or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. So this is the armor version of that. While there, Longoria posted a Twitter thread about perceived offenses she experienced during her training. Uh, Her thread was retweeted by Donahoe and the general offered to co-author a report on the alleged offenses carried out by Longoria's cadre. Um, After Donahoe offered to co-author her report, she tweeted, I'm going to video my cadre's face when they look at my cover page and see I have uh, Major General Donahoe listed as a co-author. So before we even get to the fact that these allegations she made were proven to be false, this is completely inappropriate for a member of the senior staff of that base at all, much less the commanding general, saying that he's going to co-author a report on speculation or suspicion like he said this publicly yeah i mean that would be like if elon musk heard that his uh hr person was doing something inappropriate and he just retweeted it and said uh you and i like if you reported you tried to get a job at tesla and you they were like no you can't do that you're a piece of shit or whatever, which mm-hmm. is true. But well, uh, yeah. now nah, if they're like, you're white, we only hire black people, for example. I mean, that's a weird example, but let's say they said that. <clears throat> and you made that claim. And his first response was to publicly say, okay, let's you and I co-author something against one of the people that work directly for me. Like, yeah. It's that like is putting his official stamp of yes. approval on the, on the accusations. Yeah. Unbelievable that somebody would fucking do that. And it's well, just it, fucking it, stupid. <laughs> It just goes to show you the social currency, even for these top level generals to fuck over low and lower enlisted people or enlisted people in general and allow other officers to get away with whatever the fuck they want to get away with. Mm-hmm. This is the O club bullshit that you hear about. Um, <clears throat> so again, the allegations made by Longoria were later proven to be false, but by that point uh, they had already reached over 30,000 people between her account and Donahoe's account. And that, that definitely leads to good order and discipline in the ranks, right? Absolutely, especially um, considering that the vast majority of both of their followers are all military, military, military members. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, Longoria had like 10.4 thousand followers, and then mm. Donahoe himself has like 21.6 thousand. Unbelievable. Um, so the tweets by Donahoe and Longoria led to threats being made against the cadre, and the thread was later deleted. <clears throat> no investigation into Longoria or Donahoe's conduct was ever made. The fact that she made these claims and that they were fucking false claims. Uh, that is punishable by the UCMJ, 100%. Yeah. Uh, going outside of the chain of command to report things, 100% against the UCMJ. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, <clears throat> Donahoe and Longoria continued to interact over Twitter, including a group chat the two officers took part in where they discussed their ideal, quote, doomsday prepping team. Um, and they weren't the only two in the chat. There right. was you know, multiple other people involved with it also. <clears throat> And one tweet, another soldier listed Donahoe as being his ideal choice for handling food supplies and Longoria as his choice for medical supplies. I don't know why. Uh, she responded saying, do my bartending essentials count as medical supplies? So this is like friendly banter between an 08 and an 01, right? That would be like a first sergeant and a buck private in a group chat together talking about being stranded on a desert island together. You know yeah. I mean? That's somewhat problematic. Just like, or is that an Oh nine? Wait, I think I'd say, wait, anyways, who cares? <clears throat> Officers are bitches. Um, so Donahoe's interactions with Longoria violate, uh, army regulation 600 dash two section four dash 14 Bravo, which states quote soldiers of different grades, must be cognizant of their interactions, uh, that their interactions do not create an actual or clearly predictable perception of undue familiarity between an officer and an enlisted soldier or between an NCO and a junior enlisted soldier. Uh, <clears throat> Donahoe also violated TRADOC Regulation 350-36, which states, quote, Army casualty will not develop, attempt to develop, or conduct a personal, intimate, or sexual relationship with any student. Um, <clears throat> so, in this, he's the commanding general of the base, which means that anybody that works on the base is an employee of his, mm -hmm. regardless of who, what unit they're in or any of that other bullshit. Um, let's see. It also says, quote, the following are also expressly prohibited, engaging in a personal telephone conversation with a student unrelated to a training mission or unauthorized activity or, quote, friending or request to be a friend with a student through social media or via social media networking website. Donahoe's behavior was observed by multiple officers, at least two of which filed inspector general complaints against him. Now, my guess is people that worked for him that realized he was a fucking liability were like, hey, we probably should get this guy out of here before he climbs the ranks any further and becomes the next Lloyd Austin or Mark Milley. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a pretty responsible thing to do. So now we're going to get into, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the complaints that were made about him. And it's not like, it's not like um, it was the cadre that she reported, right? That were, that were like coming back to get revenge and shit like that. It was people that worked for him. 
Yeah. That were completely unrelated to this specific incident that we just mentioned, right? Yeah. I just want to be clear about that. Yeah, both of the people that, that filed the IG complaints against him. There were direct uh, reports. Yeah. Like, they worked directly for him. So, <clears throat> man, I don't know how to say his name. Budahas. Uh, Colonel Budahas, Donahoe's former chief of staff, was the first officer to file an inspector general complaint against Donahoe. The complaint filed by Budahas spanned over 100 pages and detailed his observations of Donahoe's transgressions. Holy shit, 100 fucking pages? Right? I fucking hate officers. How can you it, There's probably like 30 pages. There's probably 30 pages of PowerPoint, like a flow chart. Like here <laughs> here's fucking him and here's her and like the six pages like come on, man. Uh, initially, Donahoe believed it was his G3, Colonel Hathaway, that had filed the complaint against him. And in retaliation, Donahoe tried to sabotage Colonel Hathaway by giving him a poor evaluation report. Hathaway protested the report, bringing it to the attention of the Deputy Commanding General of TRADOC, Lieutenant General Ted Martin, who stepped in and overturned the evaluation report. Now, that's a big fucking deal right there for a base commander to have... For a base commander to have an OER he wrote for his direct report overturned by the base commander's boss, yeah, like the lieutenant not a, general not is a good look. That's, that's an 09. That's the next step up. It's a three-star general. I don't know that I've ever heard of this happening before. So it had to be fucking serious. And the claims made, like, look, an OER is based on your personal view on how that person performed based on certain criteria, right? So technically, I mean, I've seen a lot with NCOERs. You can make it say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to fuck a guy over and keep him from getting promoted and stuff, you can make it say what you want. To have it overturned means that the person who reviewed it felt like there was clear and demonstrable evidence, right, that what this... That what this uh, uh, two-star general said was false. Yeah. Not, not just a matter of opinion false, but like factually incorrect. Verifiably That's a, that false. Is, that is a big fucking deal. Anyways, continue. When an IG complaint is filed against an officer, the officer is notified, but the name of the person who filed it is redacted. The complaint filed by Budahas failed to redact the colonel's name, allowing Donahoe to learn who filed the initial report. Once Donahoe learned that it was Colonel Budahas that filed the IG report, he began making life difficult for the colonel and eventually forced him out of his position as chief of staff. And he still hasn't faced any, any repercussions for this shit. And this is all proven information. Yep. Like the fact that he, he falsified the uh, evaluation that was obviously proven, mm-hmm. but nothing came of it. At least <laughs> not at this point. Recently, another IG complaint was filed against Donahoe by Captain Seth Ritter, who was in charge of a basic training company at, at Fort Benning. And this is the guy that really is getting, still currently getting put through the yep. ringer. Captain Ritter saw the interactions between Donahoe and Longoria, as well as the subject matter being discussed, as being a violation of Army regulations, which they obviously were. The IG complaint detailed the initial Twitter interaction between Donahoe and Langoria, as well as the ensuing interaction between the two, which had continued to grow over time. Ritter publicly filed the Inspector General complaint against Donahoe, allowing his name to be attached to the report, which left him open to retaliation. Uh, just to go back to this Hathaway guy, that it wasn't, that had nothing to do with this. He's now at the Army War College, which means he's going to be a general soon. He'll be a general officer soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, and it's kind of weird the way it works. Um, 
once you're approved to become a general officer, two, three, four, and then, of course, in, in rare circumstances, five-star, those are billets, right? So if you're a one-star general, you're a brigadier general, and you go um, to become a base commander, then you're a two-star general. But if you get, like, fired for that and you go back to a staff job, like G3 or something like that, you're now a one-star general again. That's how that works, right? It's not, oh, it's, really? it's not, it's I, not, I didn't te- know that. It's not technically a demotion. It's like those are billets. So mm-hmm. if you're a four-star, like when um, Westmoreland or Eisenhower were the general of the Army, the five-star general, once the war was over, they went back to a four-star general. That's how that works. Yeah, because a five-star can only be during a time of war. Yeah. Time of war. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and, I mean, this dude was a fucking battalion commander, airborne battalion commander. He was uh, uh, an XO at the fucking uh, uh, Airborne and Ranger Training Brigade at Benning. He, You're he's, talking about Hathaway? Yeah. Hathaway is a very accomplished military officer um, with, a, an, with an exceptional reputation. I'm sure that led to <clears throat> uh, Lieutenant General Martin telling fucking Donahoe to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So... <clears throat> um, it says that the let's see where where did you leave off here? Uh, we're getting into the retaliation against okay, Ritter, yeah. but it's like the <clears throat> uh, uh complaint when it was filed. They failed to redact his name. Um, does that mean Budahas failed to redact his own name, or that? During the processing, the fucking inspector general failed to do it because that's a clear uh, violation as well. The inspector general failed to do it. I had no idea whether that was purposeful or on accident. It doesn't really matter, does it? No, it, it's still like a know, HIPAA violation is a HIPAA career. violation. Regard not that this is a HIPAA violation. I'm saying a violation of somebody's fucking right to privacy and being a whistleblower against a piece of shit like Donahoe is 100 uh, uh, percent protected. Yeah. Right. Man, so Seth Ritter, who is a captain um, char- in charge of a basic training company, um, he saw the interactions between Donahoe and Longoria as well, presumably on the internet, or maybe he was in that group chat or something. Uh, I'm not sure if he was in the group chat or not, but he <clears throat> did see the the Twitter post being made by Donahoe, and that's what got him to file the initial mm-hmm. reports because he saw the way that he was interacting with specifically with younger female officers, yeah. uh, which is obviously predatory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that before. It usually gets swept under the rug. So Ritter publicly filed cause he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, Buddha Haas got fucked over by IG Ritter being, uh, pr- probably let's see. He's a captain of a fucking basic training. Now he probably, deployed sometime during that ISIS bullshit in like 2015, 2016, 2017 era when we were just dropping bombs on people. Um, Yeah, anyways. So now there's two separate accounts of people reporting this guy to the inspector general, and there's one account of a guy who didn't, report him but got fucked over anyways or at least he attempted to yeah so now there's like this clearly 
think about this as a court of law. We've established that this guy doesn't really give a fuck about the rules, right? He cares about himself. Yeah, and, and he's obviously willing to act without much evidence at all because he retaliated just, against yeah. Hathaway and then was also willing to co-author that report yeah. with Longoria without any any evidence being presented to him. Now, this isn't the kind of guy that you want. It. Like, there's eighteen to twenty five thousand at a typical army base. Sometimes with Tradoc being there, there's probably more like 40,000, I would guess there's 40,000 or so soldiers at Fort Benning. That's the guy you want in charge of him, a guy who flies off the handle, a guy who doesn't respect the UCMJ in the fucking first place, and a guy who, uh, when challenged on his shitty behavior, his first instinct is to lash out at whomever's close to him without any evidence. Yeah, not only through official channels, but also trying to get his Twitter followers to, to sabotage these people. Sounds like a real... Neat fella. Yeah, upstanding gentleman. Um, cunt. That's the word I was looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before I'm, we get to retaliation, let's do some uh, advertisements. Um, I think we might only have Ghostbed today. Yeah, just Ghostbed. Do a Ghostbed ad read. Ghostbed has been a loyal sponsor of the Drinking Bros for five years now. Actually, over five years now. Joel and I found out from one of our listeners on Iconoblast that uh, technically it's over 69 months. Oh, nice. Uh, And everyone here in the studio is in love with their mattresses and pillows. Ghostbed makes their high-quality mattresses right here in the USA, and each mattress comes with a 20-year warranty. You can try a Ghostbed mattress for 101 nights, and if you're not completely satisfied, you can return it, no questions asked. Their mattresses and pillows have cooling technology to help keep you cool at night, and you can buy a mattress for around $35 per month. They have no money down, 0% financing plans, uh, which was something I was looking into recently because I just moved into a new apartment and I'm sleeping on an air mattress. Ghostbed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need in one convenient package. Just choose from their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. So whether you just need a mattress and a frame or you want it all, like their cooling pillows and sheets, you can always get the best bang for your buck. Right now, Ghostbed is offering a flash sale where you can get 40% off when you buy a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off of everything when you use the promo code DRINKINBROS. Head over to ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS to take advantage of all their deals. That's ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS. Yeah, and next, uh, just if you haven't been to the merch store recently, I would highly recommend going over there. We've got some new shit. Uh, We've got the Olive Garden shirt that says DRINKINBROS when you're... Here, your family. Uh, we've got the Ice Shakers from Chris Gronkowski you see over on the Drinking Bros set all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure next month Bro Box is uh, Last Row Lopez themed, which you're not going to want to miss that. It's fucking weird as shit. I'm going to have to get one of those. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, I think there's... <laughs> It, like the general theme, I'm not going to give any of it away, but the general theme is you're going to be able to look like... Last Row Lopez. All you need to do is buy a mullet wig in preparation. It's a Last Row Lopez starter kit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so that'll be pretty fun. And then, of course, there's hardafseltzer.com. You should drink it because uh, it tastes good. Everybody says so. It's not just me. Peach all day. Peach? No, the blue raspberry. The blue raz? Everybody's oh, yeah, got one. Sure. And, and people are starting to draw clear battle lines, right? <laughs> it's getting weird about how fucking, like, you and Delco are both peach, right? Yeah. What, uh, and you like blue raz? Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm a strawberry shortcake fella myself. Although really? I, I really like the lemon lime, too. That's all acceptable. Yeah, I mean, it all tastes good. I don't dislike any of them, but I do have my preference. What about you? What was your favorite? 
he's drunk already. Good answer. Uh, yeah, but it's go to hardyfseltzer.com and, and buy some of that shit. Um, by the way, before we continue with the retaliatory part of this, I just want to say, um, <clears throat> fuck this guy, right? Dono? Yeah. Yeah. And also, Colonel Owen Ray, he was the special forces dude that fucking held his family at gunpoint. Fuck him, too. Has, has there been any updates on what's going on with him? Because I haven't looked into it. He had recently. a court date about, a, about three weeks ago. I haven't checked on what happened yet. Um, I'll have to check on that. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So now we're getting into the retaliation for Ritter's inspector general complaint. Yeah, so this is like... Uh, almost a downstream complaint um, because he had had multiple complaints before and they had all been swept kind of unceremoniously under the rug, including him like going hard after one of his subordinates that had nothing to do with any of this shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, very bizarre. So yeah, get, get onto the retaliatory part. In retaliation for the complaint, Ritter was removed from command, received two general officer memorandums of reprimand, and will face a board of inquiry to determine whether he will remain in the Army. Captain Ritter is now being painted as an extremist who is capable of carrying out a mass shooting. And one of the ways that, that they defended this, uh, these allegations that he's capable of carrying out a mass shooting is mm. the, they said that he had an arsenal. And his arsenal includes two pistols and one rifle. That's well, I, well, I don't know what to call what I have then. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, like Omar, Crispy, Omar Avilia, Avia, or, or, uh, or Matt Best, or any of these dudes I know that have huge gun collections. Like, that's an arsenal. And good for them for having it as well. Yeah. Can't um, you carry out a mass shooting with literally one gun? Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, if if I saw a guy getting ready to do, like the, the Vegas shooter, for example, he had like 30 guns in his room. Why? You can only shoot one, maybe two at a time, effectively, right? That's, that's what I've always wondered, too, is when people point to the number of weapons that somebody has as, as an indicator of the danger of them carrying out a mass shooting. Yeah, we're not you shooting. You only hold, like, yeah, like you said, two at a time if yeah. you're going to go John Woo, guns Kimbo. <laughs> we're not uh, firing like flintlock guns anymore where it's fire and, and forget. It's, yeah. not, it's not Mel Gibson's famous mass shooting from The Patriot yeah. where he's just got <laughs> flintlock rifles yeah. Uh, yeah. leaning it's up against trees everywhere. That's, yeah. such, that's, so, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Couldn't miss. Well, I mean, if you're shooting smoothbore uh, with a fucking eight-inch barrel and you're still hitting shit at 25 meters away, you must be a fucking magician because yeah, nobody well, else has ever been able to do that. That's why I they had to... Womp rats outside that were 25 meters away. In your T-16? Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's why they. That was a nerd reference by George. I, I know I it's a fucking it, Star Wars reference. It's from A New Hope, but I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I'll fucking burn this whole building down. <laughs> God damn it! Well, yeah, that's that's Anyways, why they had to pack people not, so close together. Three, three guns is not an arsenal. Uh, sorry, but even even then, every member of the military has that kind of shit. Every I mean, s- I I would hope so. Yeah, like if I, I when. When we weren't doing PT in the morning, so we would do PT in the morning, do our training or whatever the fuck we did during the day, and then go to the gym afterwards. And then we would, on the weekends, go to the fucking shooting range on our own dime because that's our fucking job is to be able to shoot really well and murder people. And also, it's just, you know, kind of fun. So 
Ritter filed an official criminal complaint against Donahoe with his uh, local criminal investigative division office. So, uh, but the agents refused to take on the case. Now that's different from going to the inspector general. The inspector general does a formal inquiry into the situation. CID does like an actual criminal investigation. Yeah. Quite a bit different. So the CID agent reported to his supervisor who then contact, contacted Ritter's chain of command and informed them of the criminal complaint. Now, I don't know how that works legally. I was wondering whether or not that was legal also because it seems like there would be some sort of confidentiality there. Yeah, and is, was the phone call recorded? Uh, no you know? idea. It, um, now, I know you don't know. I'm just saying that those are questions I would have if I was his attorney. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, an escort was sent to take Ritter back to his brigade headquarters where he was told by his deputy commanding officer that he was being sent for an emergency mental health evaluation to ensure he wasn't a danger to himself or others. During the evaluation, the provider asked Ritter a number of strange, politically charged questions such as his opinion on the events of January 6th, voting irregularities, and whether he believed the presidential election was valid. Also, the provider that carried out this evaluation was a social worker, which, as far as I can tell, is against Army regulations also. She shouldn't have been the one that was determining whether or not he should be essentially committed. Yeah, a social worker doesn't have uh, 5150 capabilities. Yeah, I mean, right? they're, they're generally present or mm. take some part during these types of mental health evaluations, but they cannot be the ones that determine whether or not somebody should be committed. Yeah, that's correct. The provider insisted Ritter was a member of a quote-unquote organization and tried to put together a narrative that painted him as an extremist. (laughs) Well, he is. It's called the United States Army. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dumb bitch. The evaluation determined that a previous traumatic brain injury along with this incident made her believe Ritter was experiencing a mental health crisis and needed to be admitted to the hospital for monitoring and treatment. And again, this was a social worker that that made this determination. Yeah. LCSW, which is that, that kind of person can refer you to, to an actual medical professional, but they do talk therapy. They don't do psychotherapy. They don't do fucking, uh, prescriptions. Like they do talk therapy. That's it. That's kind of their job. Anyways, this, yeah, that's really bizarre because typically what would happen is <clears throat> like, if you went to sick call for mental health, right, you would, uh, some fucking specialist or PFC would get all your information down on a chart and then you would go see like a fucking licensed mental health professional yeah. of some sort. Uh, and that person would technically be able to prescribe medicine and so on and so forth. Typically from that point, you get a consult to an actual psychiatrist, not an LCSW or something like that. Like yeah. that's not how the yeah. process typically works. But clearly Donahoe had a lot of influence on this <clears throat> and probably just had someone in mind that he wanted to send the person to that would get him the result that he wanted. That's, that's my assumption. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable to believe that. And also the, the fact that she was asking these political questions really skews the results because if, you know, depending on, I mean, not even really depending on how long ago she went to college, there's obviously a certain political ideology that, that, permeates college campuses across America. So right. any of the answers that he gave to those specific questions would be filtered through her yeah. own political views. Yeah. And that could ultimately get him committed, or it ultimately did get him uh, yeah. at least temporarily committed. And if the, 
if the standard for having a mental health problem is having divergent political views, then that's a fucking, that's called fascism. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, you're, you, you believe in these things. You must be insane and a threat to yourself and others. Like, no, no, that's not how that works. If I believed that there was another person in the room right now, maybe you have a fucking point. <laughs> but if I believe that the U.S. government is corrupt, I can show you the fucking receipts for that one, buddy. Like, that's not speculation even at this point anymore. So <clears throat> the next step is uh, this, this woman believed that he was having a mental health crisis and needed to be admitted to the hospital for treatment. And then he was admitted to the psychiatric ward which his brigade command claimed was not their decision, but the decision of the medical provider who evaluated him. While in the hospital, Ritter was prescribed medications such as lorazepam, which is a sedative used to treat anxiety, as well as haloperidol, which is a schizophrenia medication. And those were medications that they were actually going to force on him, but uh, thankfully he didn't have to take any of them. He got, he yeah. got out before they, they forced any yeah. of them on and him. Again, they were going to force him to take schizophrenia medication? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like you're basically kidnapped and force-fed drugs at that point. Like, it's, it's one flew over the cuckoo's nest style where you're trapped in a hospital because you got accidentally high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, you're fucking doped up at that point. And uh, Travis Hamler in the chat here says, Donahue even co-authored BS reports for DUIs even after DUI charges dismissed. He harassed soldiers and refused to reinstate driving privileges on post. There's all sorts of information about that. There's also uh, screenshots of all the medications that uh, Ritter was forced to, to uh, be prescribed, mm -hmm. and then the fact that they were canceled within like a day. You yeah. can see all those screenshots on Terminal CWO's fucking Instagram page. So yeah, check those I, out I think total he only spent, well, not only, but he spent like between eight and ten hours. Yeah, uh, and they the prescribed hospital. him like six different medications and then canceled all of them yeah. immedi immediately, like within a day. Like before he left the, ha the hospital, they had canceled all those prescriptions. So that here's, here's the thing. If, if you're like my political opponent or you're an employee or a rival of some sort somewhere and I, and I use my authority to force you into medical care, like mental health medical care, and say, hey, and then all of a sudden this person with, uh, of whom I directly sent you has recommended you for basically incarceration, right, for your own safety and others, and then prescribing a litany of fucking psychoactive drugs. And then it immediately, you immediately get released and you immediately have all those canceled out. That means they tried to fuck you over. And yeah. somebody had the temerity at that hospital to say no. Thankfully for them. I don't know who it was, but if you're out there and you're listening to this, good on you for not fucking bending to this bullshit. Um, I think that was... Uh, I know that it the situation was helped by what's her name? Dr. Valet. Uh, she did that, that interview that you sent me and she was part of the process of mm. getting him out. It was also his attorney that, yeah. that helped get him out. Ritter and his attorney confronted the ER doctor and made it clear that he was being unlawfully imprisoned and that there was no legal basis to hold him after a few hours. And by a few, I mean like, between 8 and 10, Ritter's attorney succeeded in getting him released from the ER, but as he was leaving, he was pulled over by the base police and informed that they had orders to return him to the psych ward. And these were orders that were coming 
like directly from the top, but they they wouldn't explain what the orders were exactly right. who uh, who gave the order or anything like that. Well, They're being I mean, real dodgy from what I can tell. Clearly, Donahoe gave the order, yeah. but a major general commander of a post does not have the authority to institutionalize somebody under their command. What the fuck? You're not a medical professional. Like how, why would you even think that that's okay to do that? Clearly this guy is a fucking crazy person, but anyways, continue. Ritter was detained by military police who read him a statement from command saying he was a health risk, but failed to specify what the risk was. The MPs then told Ritter they were ordered by the brigade, uh, brigade commander to take him back to the ER for further mental health evaluation. So he just got out, yeah. got pulled over right away, and they and didn't told like they were supposed to take him right back in. So, so this battalion, or brigade commander rather, um, under the direction of Donahoe, presumably, because no one would do this by themselves, didn't like the result that the medical professional got, so he sent him back. Mm-hmm. That's not really how this works. You're not crunching numbers here. Like you send a guy for mental health evaluation, they said he's good. Yeah. That's the end of that. Well, then they, they also tried to cover their, their – it, at least to me, it seems like they tried to cover their tracks afterwards because uh, when their initial re- attempts to return Ritter to the hospital failed, the MPs began to claim he left the ER without signing, uh, without signing out or being discharged, and they re- uh, had to return him to the ER. And that part's actually true that he left without – signing out but from from everything that i could tell he was told to leave without signing out he was told he didn't need to he was told that he was just free to go to sign out of the hospital yeah yeah you don't i mean maybe there's some procedural reason to sign out but it's not a reason to re-detain him and then have him go back through the entire process again yeah and from what uh like i said i think her name's dr valet from what Mm. she was saying he was specifically told that he didn't need to do anything else he could just and he was what, free to leave. What's her position? She's uh, an administrator at the hospital or something? Uh, I, I believe so. I don't remember her exact position, okay. but I know that she was uh, pretty heavily involved in, in the events of this day. Okay. So after being detained for nearly an hour, Ritter was finally informed that he was free to go and that he would need to address the issue with his chain of command. And uh, something that I, I didn't put into the notes was it was Dr. Valet that advised Ritter's wife to go and be there when he was discharged mm-hmm. to pick him up so he wasn't being discharged by himself and he had a, at least one friendly witness mm-hmm. around. His wife brought their four children along, so the entire time that he's being detained, he's got his wife and four kids in the car, and this is at like 2 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. that this is happening. <clears throat> uh, so, I mean, not, not the most family-friendly environment for four kids. Yeah. Uh, Ritter currently has an active be on the lookout or bolo order on him, meaning every time he enters the base, his ID card is flagged and he is held up for extended periods of time. Uh, right after he was discharged from the hospital, uh, him and his family went home and they, they packed up some bags and he went on leave. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was just within the last week that he returned to Fort Benning for the first time, but I haven't been able to find any any recent information on, uh, on yeah, what's from, going on with them now. From what I've heard from the people who have been investigating this, um, every time he enters the base, he's detained at the MP station uh, for some amount of time or at the checkpoint or whatever it is. And uh, for no apparent reason. They don't give him a reason. They also tell him that the 
bolo is set by higher command, and the MPU station has no authority to remove the bolo, mm-hmm. which means it is nothing more than intimidation. Yeah, that's all it is. They're just trying to harass and intimidate this guy because he tried to do the right thing. I mean, and it's luckily <clears throat> we were able to get this information and make it public. Otherwise, the general officer corps in the army and Congress would fucking annihilate this dude. And he would have no fucking recourse. Like, there's not, when the army comes after you, there's not a whole lot you can do, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, especially as a fucking, if you're, you're an O3, you're fucked. Yeah. If, you were, if, you, if he was a higher ranking guy or even like a, a first sergeant or fucking sergeant major, that would be something different. But as a captain, nobody gives a fuck about you as a captain. It's a million captains. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for these, <clears throat> these independent people reporting this story, mm-hmm. nobody would have ever heard about it. Yeah. And that's why if you're not already following uh, Terminal CWO, you should be following them. Um, there's a, hold on. There's a fucking underscore in their name somewhere. Let me make sure I get their whole name right. Anyways, you, you can continue. Uh, so as Dan was saying, the MPs are unable to remove the order. And that makes me think that, I mean, it's not, doesn't necessarily mean that all of the military police are in on it, but there's an order in place that they're not able to go against. So they have to stop this guy every time he enters the base. Yeah. Uh, Major General Donahoe's repeated attempts at retaliating against anyone who filed complaints against him violates Article 132 of the Uniform Code of Military Justice, or the UCMJ. Article 132 states that a service member may be subject to prosecution if they withhold or threaten to withhold favorable favorable personnel action in retaliation for reporting misconduct. Now, he's already done that to uh, fucking... uh, 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 Haas? Hathaway. Uh, Hathaway and and Budahas. Jimmy Hathaway, the the former uh, G3 there, and yeah, Budahas as well, who was outed by in the inspector general's office and they should be facing some reprimand as well. Um, he, it's already happened and the evidence is already there that he's done literally this. So <clears throat> violations of this sort are typically followed by an investigation and then a bar to reenlistment reduction of rank, things like that. Certainly not maintaining your status as the fucking commanding general of one of the most important military bases on earth. Yeah. Uh, As of now, no action has been taken against Donahoe or any other officers involved in the harassment of Captain Seth Ritter. Cool. Well, this is still an ongoing situation because, like I said, it it is sometime in the last week that he finally uh, got back to to Fort Benning. So I'm sure there's going to be more information coming out of there soon. Yeah. And they have, uh, there are uh, civilian attorneys uh, involved now. You can't use Jack for shit like that. Uh, Actually, Dr. Valet helped set him up with a retired JAG officer. Nice. So it was somebody, he, a civilian attorney isn't necessarily equipped to handle the UCMJ mm-hmm. as well as a, a JAG officer would. Yep. So now he's got a retired JAG officer acting as his attorney. Sweet. That's good. But you shouldn't use an active JAG officer because when they're your defense counsel, the prosecutor is their boss. Mm-hmm. See how that works? By the oh, way, that's the same in the civilian courts. Public defenders, do you know who their bosses are? The court? The fucking district attorney's office. Uh, no. Yeah, it is. Kind of. It's not, well... So, the di- there's two... So my, my mom's a public defender. Yeah. So, 
There's the district defender, mm. and then there's the district attorney. Those are separate. It probably depends on the locality as well. But the mayor is still the boss of both of those people, right? Uh, no, the state runs the, at least in Missouri, the state runs the PD system. Now, when you, really? get, up, yeah, when you get up high enough, um, the attorney general is essentially well, yeah, the boss the, the, either way. The attorney general, nobody gives a fuck about that. Yeah, but no, uh, the, she, when my mom was a district defender, uh, she answered to this. She might have answered the mayor a little bit too, but she was... When she was district defender of St. Louis, she uh, um, answered mostly to uh, the state. Mm, well, that's better. That's certainly better than the fucking military version, which is if you're a JAG officer, you're, you're a direct report to the head JAG guy on base. Yeah, I mean, it, essentially it's like when you go to uh, the human resources department of any business, the mm. human resources department isn't there to protect the employees. They're there to yeah. protect the business. Yeah. Here's another good one. Uh, when you're accused of sexual assault, for example, on a college campus, you're tried by the Title IX office. So the Title IX office, which is there Why? to support the, uh, the woman and mm-hmm. provide, well, the victim, I should say, typically a woman, um, and provide the victim resources and stuff like that, they are also the uh, judge in the case. Mm. And they are the investigator. That sounds... Uh like conflicts of interest. You sound like a misogynist. Yeah. I guess I'm just racist. Um, Sounds fucking retarded. Yeah, it's really fucking stupid. So as of now, again, nothing's been done about this, but we're making it public. And, you know, I don't know. If you decide to go follow Donahoe on Twitter and light his ass up on a regular basis, (laughs) I mean, fuck this guy. If you get into a position of power like that and you have thousands of people depending on you being a good and responsible human being, when I say depending on, I mean their actual fucking lives depend on you. And you behave this way in the first place and then retaliate against people for calling you out on your shitty behavior, you need to be removed from your position immediately and discharged from the United States military. You don't deserve to wear that fucking flag on your shoulder. Yeah, like you were saying, it's... it's not only people's lives, that's obviously the, the most drastic part of it, but, I mean, their livelihoods and their mm. careers yep. rely on this guy, too. And, and he's obviously yeah. very willing to fuck up somebody's career if they go against him. Yep. Um, so, again, you can see this and more at, uh, as a matter of fact, it's their third post on Instagram right now. You can see uh, the canceled drugs. Like two different types of lorazepam, a two milligram oral tab, which is, uh, let's see, what the fuck, Um, which is a, one of the yellow bars of Xanax, a two milligram one, right? Like that's the uh, biggest dosage you can take plus two milligram injections of Xanax. And they were giving them both. Well, I, I don't think lorazepam. Lorazepam is technically the uh, brand name is Ativan, I think. It's not, not Xanax. Xanax is a, a different one. I don't remember the like pharmaceutical name for Xanax. Um, are you sure about that? Aprez, Alprazolam. Oh. Alprazolam. That's, that, that's, uh, Xanax? that's Xanax. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Lorazepam is Ativan. I used to be prescribed that way back it. in the day, and a, a two milligram dose is that's a lot. 
a pretty fucking high dose for the first time somebody's been given Ativan. Because I think I started off at like 0.5 milligrams and mm. I never went over one milligram. I think we need to get some and test it to just to make sure. Uh, I would I would be a, a willing guinea pig for that yeah. experiment. Um, but yeah, he like two milligram oral tab, uh, lorazepam, and then two milligram injection cartridge which it, which uh, I assume is like an auto injector in case he has a, a fit of rage or whatever the fuck. because <laughs> yeah, he was um, obviously unhinged. And then, of course, Tylenol. Okay. And um, Benadryl injection. And then, of course, the uh, haloperiodol, which is pretty strong. Yeah, and I think they had ibuprofen on the list also, if oh, I remember well, correctly. That's, that's just a standard military thing. <laughs> like <you> get, <laughs> they give you that for Yeah, you get a everything. side of ibuprofen and everything. Anyways, the, the Instagram account is TerminalCWO underscore, if you're looking for it. They have 16,000 followers right now. Um, we'll do a follow-up on this in a future episode um, to see where it's going. We'll also circle back on that fucking Owen Ray cunt at some point as well. Um, and his PR team. But until then, keep your eyes open for cases like this, report them to us. And we'll fucking, if you've got data to share, like these people did, then we'll fucking put it on here. Uh, until then, we'll see you in fucking hell. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.